Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience of owning them is a great one. A new legacy in sound, JLab's new luxury over-ear headphones, seamlessly blending innovation and lab-quality sound. Over here at Fake Doctors, real friends, we love our JLab Audio headphones. They feature over 70 hours of playtime, four different colorways to choose from, and three noise control modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Oh, back in back the closet. In the closet. <laughs> back we in the got closet. Ryan Reynolds. We got Ryan Reynolds. No, we, we don't. We got Ryan Reynolds. He's on the cast. Why you got to disappoint people? We're so excited people? for this. <laughs> We're so excited for this. Ryan Reynolds is on our beloved podcast. Hello. It's Do me. This, uh, it's Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? It's Ryan? Me. Yes, it's me. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. I don't know why I sound like DJ Khaled, but I do. <laughs> Listen, let's just talk. Everyone, I let you down. Fans, I'm sorry. No. You didn't let anybody down. You know who let no. somebody down? You know who let somebody down? It was me. Yeah. I, it was my no, fault. No, I don't think it's that. I wanna. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to ever let anyone down, especially our fans. But I tried, and I came up short. Uh, Ryan, uh, you know, we emailed a bit. He's making a movie. He's got a zillion companies. He's got his family. I didn't want to like. I'm not one to like beg anybody. It was. I didn't want to be. I'm. I didn't want to be like annoying. I understand. I understand. I understand completely. But I don't think it's your fault. I will take full blame for this. No, he's not. He's, not, not, had... doing, he's not not doing the podcast because you once drunkenly hugged him, dude. He's got a zillion <laughs> things on his plate. And by the way, I watched the episode and I was kind of glad. I mean, it would have been fun to have him because we could talk about all the zillion things that have happened to him since since this happened twenty years ago. But I was, I was, you know, he doesn't have a lot to do in the episode, and I was kind of like, 
you know, he would have been doing it as a favor to us and to just be cool because he is a very cool guy. But, you know, he doesn't, it's not like he has a ton to do as this character. So I was kind of like watching it going, you know, I don't even know what we what we talk about episode wise, it's not like he does some amazing thing in the episode. He's got yeah. doesn't have that much. I didn't. Do. I didn't want to talk to him about the episode. I wanted to talk to him about what he did to transform from the guy that was in that episode to this felt guy who plays Deadpool now. <laughs> you just want to talk about his weight or his career? Trajectory? I want to talk about his weight and how oh, okay. he's. I bet he would off. say, "Stop fucking eating fried chicken, asshole." Ew. Okay, now hold on one second, man. <laughs> speaking from speaking from a person who loves fried chicken, one, yeah. how dare you? <laughs> well, Two, I know that's sort of the eye of your your vice storm. I love fried chicken. That and pizza can't help it. Mm. But yeah. let me tell you something right now. Ryan Reynolds wasn't always this handsome dude that he was yes, always he handsome. Was. He was on a show called Two Guys, a Girl on a Pizza Place. And he was the he was the best friend. He was the chubby guy on the show, dude. He wasn't chubby, bro. He was cute and, and charming. Sure. But now he's not only cute and charming, he's also ripped and looks like an Adonis Greek. I, oh my god. I just want to say something. You are wanting to talk to someone who's had the most fascinating, amazing career trajectory, who totally did it on his own. Like, he had all these movies going and a career going and totally fine. And what made him go from fucking zero to a thousand? It was that he made Deadpool happen. He created it. He manifested it. He whiteboarded that shit. That's what's interesting. Not his abs. I disagree a whole lot. Anyone can have abs. You just got to put in the work, motherfucker. I you disagree Peloton, You Peloton every day and stop eating shit. You'll have fucking those abs. Ew. No, that's not true. That's yes, not it is. true. Yes, it, it is. is. Not, it's not Flush true. your weed. Flush your weed. Flush your weed. <laughs> Joelle held her heart. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I just know Donald so well that he gets high, says he's not going to eat, gets the munchies, makes fried chicken, then feels sad. Yeah, you know... You do know me well, friend. You know me. You know me so well. This is so. As a matter of fact, this this morning, I'm in the kitchen. This morning, if yeah. that if that if you understand, oh, fried what chicken I'm saying, for breakfast. <laughs> I was thinking about making fried chicken for breakfast this morning. <laughs> you know what I have for breakfast? What? Nothing. Nothing. A two shots of espresso. That no. sounds hard. Because I do the intermittent fasting where I I, I wait to eat. Till what time? I try and have dinner. We try because I have um, a live-in uh, executive, holy shit, talented chef. We try and eat by eight, and then neither one of us has breakfast, and then I will work out, and then I will have a smoothie or something around 11. Oh, that sounds horrible. Yeah, but that's that's called intermittent fasting. If you don't, if you can, if you can stop eating early and don't and then and then skip breakfast and eat late uh, you can have coffee then that helps i mean this is just my two cents i'm not a fucking nutritionist i just so wish i me. just wish it was easier than this i wish it wasn't so hard why is are it you so eating, hard are you eating a big breakfast no i you know what i had for breakfast today what? so i uh do a meal service as yeah. you know called trifecta yeah mm. and this morning my breakfast was a turkey sausage and well, that's a, that's something. You're eating 
and a you don't need uh, breakfast. sweet potato hash, and uh, then some eggs. Horrible. And, and that's a solid breakfast? breakfast, right there. Daniel and Joel, do you eat breakfast? I had a smoothie. Okay. That's uh, not a, that wasn't a lot of food. First of all, sorry to cut you off, Joel, but that's not a lot of food. It's actually portioned to be in the zone that you need to be in. Would you like to, to hire me to help? Would you like to hire me to help you cut weight? No, motherfucker, I don't want you to help me because cut I, weight. I am looking for some extra COVID jobs. <laughs> wow. I would like to be your coach. No, I don't need you to help me cut weight. As a matter of fact, you know what I need. This is what I need. I need that golf simulator, goddammit. That's what I need. <laughs> By the way, why do you want a simulator when the when it seems to me the most fun part about golf is going out to a beautiful place uh, with your kids now who you've successfully um, gotten into golf? When, and what, now you want to be in the basement? Like, go out with your kids in the nature. Here's the thing about golf. You don't get good playing golf. You get good practicing golf. And once you're good practicing golf... Then you take it to the course. So, as a seriously, as an avid golfer, if I could go to the range every day, I would, but I can't. But if I could do it in my basement, like you said, every day, I would. How much is this golf simulator that you want? Could it be a Christmas present, maybe? Okay, so here's the deal. Yeah, I've already got the thing that it takes to to keep that. It it has a, a. Sensor that tracks your ball and a, and a Doppler radar that tracks your ball. Ball, okay. right? Yeah. I already have that piece. Okay. What I need now is the screen. Yeah. That I hit into. Oh, mm. okay. That. Okay. The projector. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is this a kit? It is a kit. It is a kit. Yes, it is a. Kit. Is this going to cost like six thousand dollars or something? Unfortunately, yes. That's how oh much that kit costs. That's yes. that's a really stupid way to spend six thousand dollars. Absolutely not if you play golf. If you play golf, it's a great way to spend it. Now, here's the problem with here's the problem with golf. What are you gasping about, Joel? So much more than six. Well, depending on which one you get. It could be so much more than $6,000. Oh, well, you're, <laughs> they you're have all... a $26,000 golf nice, simulator. Nice. Yeah, but you're, look, you're, looking at, you're looking at the actual simulator, the thing itself, too. This is not, this is with the actual uh, contraption that tracks your ball. So some of them travel like the the Trackman, which is one of the most expensive ones on the market and the best one on the market. It's the one that turned all of these golfers who were having trouble with their short game, like uh, Dustin Johnson, people like that. It turned them into short game specialists. And now they can because of the uh, exercises that the Trackman comes with. That's the best one. That shit costs twenty thousand dollars i'm just sorry for i love you but ju- that is a really stupid way to spend your money that is well that is way too expensive listen if but- i had if i had yeezy money just like he bought that rapper friend of his uh that 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 all-terrain tank i would buy you this dude if i had yeezy money oh my god there's so many things that i would buy <laughs> if i oh my goodness gracious Imagine if I had if I had Yeezy money, yeah. I would definitely one. I would start my own animation company. Go ahead, and we would make stop motion movies that I just wanted to make. You know what I mean? Doesn't necessarily have to make a profit. I would just make. You know what I mean? I would just make movies, put them out. I would distribute them because I got that Yeezy money. You know okay. what I mean? It's that okay, simple. Joelle, what would you do with your Yeezy money? Oh my. 
Uh, as she brings could I the get mic, a steak as, and wait, wait, hold on. As she brings the mic closer to her mouth to manifest it, <laughs> I would invest yeah, in Donald's company and I yeah. would launch my first animated uh, series. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Daniel, what are you going to spend your easy money on? Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm probably, about, um, I would probably buy. Uh, I would probably buy my dad a nice car. Yes. Um, to pay him back for the uh, money he spent on my education, and oh, then, very nice. and then uh, actually, I would probably buy my parents' house. That's what I would do. I buy my dad a wow. car and buy my parents' house because they don't need that's that house. They yeah. they want to move out. They're ready that's to go. Nice. But I love that place. So that's what there's I would one. Count. There's one last thing I would do if I had easy money. A second golf simulator. <laughs> no. <laughs> For upstairs, because sometimes you don't want to go downstairs. Right. Sometimes I don't want to leave my bedroom. <laughs> I would buy my best friend a plane because he used to fly planes all yeah. the time. Thank He'd, you. Look, my best friend used to wear jackets and aviator glasses and walk I around. I still do. I just, I just don't have a plane <laughs> anymore. On that Travolta tip. Well, I got, my, I got my pilot's license, and um, this was um, when uh, uh, I, I, I got really into avi- aviation, and I decided to spend a lot of money, and I bought a, an airplane. Wow. And I was flying all around. I was flying across the country. I was flying all over the all over the place. That's so cool. And uh, yeah, and then I and then I sold it because much like you hear about people with a boat, that expression "boat" stands for bring on another thousand. <laughs> well, uh, uh, planes are very expensive. The education, the hangar, the maintenance, uh, so much. And then I and which I could have rationalized in my head if I was doing it every weekend. But then I wouldn't, and then it would sit there, and then I'd go, and it's just fucking money coming out, and I would just start to go, this is nuts. But Donald's right. When I make my Yeezy money, I would like to get another airplane and get back into it. Would you, yeah, so you'd get, you'd graduate from the license that you'd have now and go. Yes, I have what's called a visual flight rules license, VFR, and then I would, I mean, I could do this without owning a plane. Of course, you can rent a plane, but I would go for IFR, which is instrument flight rules, meaning you can fly in inclement weather and in the clouds and without visibility. Oh, wow. What's after that? Two two propeller? You can get all sorts of add-ons. I mean, you can become an instructor, which is not just about teaching. It makes you even better. Then you can get multi-engine. Then you can get jet. You know, all sorts of things. I'd love to. I'd love to fly a jet one day, and I'd that like that be to be dope. on my bucket list. That would be. But um, dope. I, when I got my funny story, I got my the day I was supposed to take my flying test. So just like getting a car, you practice with your teacher, practice with your teacher, practice with your teacher, and then you can go up um, solo alone under certain restrictions. And then you eventually build to going up with the examiner in the plane and doing these maneuvers in order to pass the test. So, But you have to have a certain amount of hours to be able to take that test. So the day I'm all nervous, it's the day I'm going to take the flying test where, where, where I'm going to be in the test examiner is going to get in the, the passenger's seat and we're going to take off. My, my teacher looks at my logbook and he goes, oh, shit, you're short like three hours. And I'm like, oh, God. And he goes, here's what you're going to do. It's about an hour and a half to Vegas. You're going to fly to Vegas hmm. um, and then land and then turn right back around and come back. And I was like, are you serious? He goes, yeah, because you could still make it and take the test today at one. But just go now and come back. So I took off. Wait, is, <laughs> is anybody in a plane with no, you? No, I'm, I'm alone. And I fly to Las Vegas. 
and I land at Las Vegas International Airport. I grab a bottle of water, and I turn back around and fly home. And I maintain to this day that I'm the only person that's ever flown to Vegas, grabbed a bottle of water, and flown home. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. You know, all I hear when you did, all I heard when you were doing that is, well, in my mind, I see a map, and then I see a red dot, and then I hear, dun, 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 <laughs> and then the dot turns into this trail line that travels from uh, Southern California all the way to Las Vegas, Nevada. It was thrilling. It was then thrilling. It's, you know- then it stops. There's a water in, there's a water icon that shows yeah. up and then dun, it comes back. And then you hear dun Southern California is the perfect place for this hobby because it's always beautiful here. The weather's always nice. And there's so many places you can go. I would go to San Francisco to see my mom, and you could go to Vegas, you can go to Cabo, you could go to Palm Springs, you can go skiing um, you, you know at Mammoth. It's 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 sort of the perfect place to to be a single engine plane well, owner. How long would it take for you to travel from LA to San Fran? About an hour fifteen. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. cool. The only thing that the only thing that I remember the one thing that I remember I shouldn't say the only thing the one thing that I remember about this was you had to be on your p's and q's about what you did the night before. Of course, you don't want to fly hungover, right? Which br- brings me to first of all, I got to get my notes, but it brings me to this episode. Yeah, well, uh, wait, you must you must be a good fucking podcast host. Way to tie it in, Donald. <laughs> You know what I mean? One, let me just go get my notes real quick because. Well, why don't you count us in? As a before, matter of fact, while, while, we're, go, while we're singing, maybe you should count us in. That's a good idea. As a matter of fact. Yeah, you know what, Zach? You're right. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of doctors and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, he's got stories that you all should know. That's where I get my plane tattoo, see? Oh, oh wow. Oh, my cool. gosh. That's such what a cool tattoo. Is that? So, very good question, Joelle. What I said to myself was, I am going to manifest that I will one day have this plane, which is a Pilatus PC-12. It's not what I had when I, when I owned a plane before. I had a Cirrus SR-22 Turbo, which has a ballistic parachute in it, by the way. So, if oh. everything is fucked, if you're just like about to die and something really bad has happened then you can't get control you pull uh, a lever and the plane is light enough so that a ballistic parachute shoots out of the plane and floats the entire plane to the ground wow yeah that's awesome yeah that's all part of this this particular brand which is cirrus that's their safety extreme safety measure that's I did awesome. No, a plane could have a parachute. Yeah, I mean, well, if it's if it's a four, if it's small, it needs to be small. It's four seats and it's fiberglass and it's very light. So yeah, right. it could. That's how it works. So anyway, one day when I get back into it, I'd like to have this, which is hell like yeah, tattooed on myself, which is a Pilatus PC12, which is pretty much the most badass single engine propeller plane you can have. That's I like so that cool. you made yourself the whiteboard. Oh, <laughs> way to put it. That's well said. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Donald, Joel just pointed out that I made myself the whiteboard because I had the plane I want to one day get on my forearm. That's what I'm talking about right there. That's what I'm talking about. 
You did remind. You know what I should do? I should paint some abs on my stomach so I can remind myself every time I walk into the. No, bathroom. why don't you just get on your forearm? Just get Ryan Reynolds' uh, 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 stomach <laughs> that you admire so much. Yep, either his or the Rocks or you know one of those cats, Kevin Hart's, one of those cats. You know what's Freaking funny? I once had a meet when he was married to Scarlett Johansson. I had a meeting with Scarlett about a, a film we we were about to do together, where I was going to direct, and I was trying to make small talk with Scarlett because I was nervous. And I said, uh, and, and Ryan, it wasn't even, but it was, this is long before Deadpool. He had abs for some other reason. He was on the cover of Men's Health, just ripped. And I was like making small talk. And I was like, so you got to ask Ryan how I get the, those abs. And she looked at me. She's like, every person I meet with wants to talk about my husband's abs. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt so stupid because I was like, I had gone with the nervous small Yikes. talk that everybody went with. Right? Oh, my God. And, uh, That's so funny. I hate that when you think you're being original and someone's like, yeah, everybody fucking says that to me, okay? The worst. I don't want to talk about my husband's abs. So Dr. Cox says something in here where he talks about plane pilots that are drunk and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, it's not a job that you can, what are you guys drinking at work? What do you think you are, airline pilots? Which brought me back to one thing, bud. Do you remember when we saw Flight? Flight, yeah. I love Flight. Denzel Washington? Yeah, you had me at Planes and Denzel. Go ahead. Do you remember how blitzed we were at the movie theater that night? <laughs> no, we were drunk watching a movie about an alcoholic. No, we That's weren't really drunk. really classy. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we weren't drunk. We were stoned to the bone. Oh, well, yeah. Well, that's a good way to see a movie. Sure. <laughs> I had no idea. It's a what great that movie, movie by the way. It's a it's great an amazing, movie. It's an amazing movie. And Denzel and Don Cheadle and John Goodman and... Everybody in the cast are really great in it. But I remember walking to going into the theater and being like, I have no idea what this movie's about. Mm -hmm. And the first half hour. You didn't see the trailer where he fucking spins the plane? I mean, that's what. You didn't know. You just just knew it was about the event. You didn't know it was about being an alcoholic. Right. I have. So I'm, you know, you think like Pearl Harbor at the end of the movie, the fucking Japanese bomb Pearl Harbor, right? So you wait this whole movie for this event to happen. I mm. thought that was what it was going to be. I thought the movie was going to be this whole, mm. you know, this yeah. man's story and then he pulls a Sully yeah, and freaking saves all of these people on the plane, right? Yeah. I had no idea that it was about being an alcoholic and being and a drug addict and being a pilot on a plane. Yeah. Right? And so when Cox says this shit in the show, I just, it made me think about that time we went and saw this movie and how how I was like, this, get the fuck out of here. There's no way that this could ever happen. But apparently, this is a real deal, especially if Cox is talking about it on the well, show. Well, yeah, at the well, this is keep in mind 20 years ago, and there was a wave. I don't know if you guys remember of, of pilots being caught intoxicated. Um, they were either the rule is actually eight hours, which, if you can believe, is ridiculous. It should be way longer than that, yeah, I seriously. believe. But you're, I think it's called uh, bottle to throttle. That's what they call it in the aviation community. Eight hours bottle to throttle. Um, so after eight your, hours, your your airline pilot could feasibly, unless I'm wrong. No, no, no. Let me just preface this by saying these specific airlines might have more uh, stronger restrictions. But as I understand it, the FAA uh, says eight hours as the you you can have a drink eight hours before you fly. Wow. And just a drink, not m- multiple drinks. Just a drink. I mean, obviously you can't be over whatever limit it is. But I mean, I just think. You know, your your airline pilot, again, I don't know if the airlines have stricter rules, but FAA rules are your airline pilot could be at midnight drinking 
and then fly you at 8 a.m. <laughs> I just think that's probably a little too close, but yeah. And this was another thing that I learned from Zach, who when he got crazy into planes and stuff like that, that there are robots that are landing the planes most of the time. Well, nowadays, the modern day airplanes are just computer systems that the pilot is monitoring. Now, the pilot, don't get me wrong, usually takes off and usually lands. But no one is going to fly better than a computer system. No, no human being can fly as well as, as a computer. So the pilot is taking off and then a, a around, let's say, 1,000 feet above the ground-ish, hitting autopilot. And the rest of it is – and the plane knows where to go. It's been programmed. And you're just sitting there. That's why these guys will tell you, guys and gals, it's a really boring-ass job because you basically then sit there for however many hours and just monitor that the computer doesn't fuck up. Now, of course, if there's a problem, you got to be the most badass motherfucker and take over. But for the most part, all they're doing is taking off and landing. Yeah, but sometimes the computer lands it for them, too. Yes, they have a thing called auto land. And that is, a, 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 and it has to be, um, this I don't know too much about, so I may be talking <coughs> my ass a little bit. But I do know that it has to be used X amount of times. Um, like the, the plane uh, logbook will say this plane is due for an auto land this flight is the one, hmm. and then the plane is auto landing. Of course, they're monitoring it and making sure it's doing the right job. But again, you have to think about it like a computer, as long as it's not malfunctioning, is going to do everything better than the human brain. So it's you're there to kind of just spot it. You know what I mean? Right. I've, I've, I've spoken to pilots after, you know, when you're exiting the plane, when yeah. you're deboarding, and yeah. they're saying goodbye, have a great time in whatever state that you're in at the time or whatever country. And I've asked... Was that you or was that the computer? And from my survey, what I've learned is the smoother landings are humans, though. And the okay. hard landings, the landings where you freaking are like, geez, the pilot must yeah, be Yeah, but running. don't you think what happened is that you went, you had a hard landing and you went, was that you? He's like, no, 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 that was the computer. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, it's so embarrassing. My mom used to complain, like, she's had a couple, my mom doesn't love flying. And when she's had a couple uh, hard landings, she says, she told me, I went to the customer service desk and complained. I was like, mom, you didn't. That's so, <laughs> like, no matter how great a pilot is, you know, not everyone's going to be, they call it a greaser when you just fucking, right. and you barely even feel it. You're like, not everyone's going to be a greaser, mom. Like, you give them some slack. But, um, well, dude, yeah. I remember we landed in St. Bart's and you were, and the dude popped his tires and stuff like that. And you were like, the pilot must be rusty. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it must be must be a little rusty. Or uh, yeah, I mean, but there is. By the way, when you when you get into flying and you and you have a greaser landing and it's just you just glide it on the runway. Oh, it's sexual. It's just so amazing and it's such a high. All right. On that note, let's what? get into the summary. Oh, well, I have so much to talk about today. But yeah, we should probably talk about the show. Scrubs. Okay. Well, if you or La La Land. Are we doing Scrubs or La La Land today? <laughs> I could talk La La Land all day we long. We got a lot of uh, – I, I saw a lot of uh, funny comments already about our, our, our La La Land rewatch podcast. People are very interested in that. People are very interested, very interested in the uh, Joelle's love life uh, part of the podcast now. Well, I noticed that Joelle is very interested in getting that started with them pictures yeah. that she's posting on Instagram oh, now. What? <laughs> what did Joelle, I miss? Are you what talking about my photo jo with him? Jo no, I'm talking about the photo of you just by yourself. Oh, I was yeah. like, hold on. She got, she's sun kissed and everything in this bad boy. It's like, I'm opening well, Instagram. I only follow you guys on Twitter. I need to follow you guys on Instagram. But, um, oh, yeah. 
I had an idea, Donald, that I pitched to Will. Uh, Will's our, our overlord at iHeart, that we um, get one of these dating apps to oh sponsor God. the segment. And that way we can get serious. So if, you, if you're listening and you're related to any of these dating apps, except for like maybe like, you know, Farmers Only or Christian Mingle or J-Date. Farmers uh, Only is dope, I heard. Oh, really? <laughs> really? I mean, if you're I a heard. farmer. Something tells me the woman that Joelle's looking for is probably not on Farmers Only. You don't have to be lonely at FarmersOnly.com. Is that their, is that their song? That is yes. the jingle, dude. Straight up. That is the dopest jingle ever. You don't have to be lonely at FarmersOnly.com. I remember there was an episode of The Bachelor. Ba- I forget, it, was, it must have been The Bachelor. Or the Bachelorette, one of those, and the and the and the the girl went to the. She was in love with this guy, and he was amazing. It must have been Bachelorette, and then she's like, "Oh my god, he's the one!" And it's time for her to go to where he lives, and it was like a farm in the middle of fucking nowhere in Bumblefuck <laughs> Town. Like, it's like The Shining, but a farm. <laughs> and he's like, "So this is it?" And she was like, "Uh, <laughs> it wasn't that cute anymore." So you're trying to say that farmers, because of their location, have a hard time dating? Yes, I'm trying to say unless you want the bumblefuck middle of nowhere life, it's probably hard to find someone. That's why farmers only is a thing, so farmers can find people down with the program. <laughs> yeah, and Joelle is a city girl. Yes. Who doesn't want to be up at five milking cows. I'm up at five anyway, but I will not be milking a cow. Yeah. Joelle wants to be up at five playing PS5. True. Anyway, so listen, wait, I'm just saying, we're going to try through the proper channels through our overlord will. But if any of y'all are connected to any of the dating apps, hit us up through iHeart because we want to make a segment about finding Joelle uh, a life partner. Because the three of us are in love, and we want to bring that joy to Joelle. Joelle, do you want a life partner? Yes, she does. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joelle. Sorry, Joelle. Sorry, Joelle. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I am open to meeting new people and trying new things. Relationships are terrifying to me. Uh, you have to compromise and listen to people and like make time in your schedule Yeesh. for yeah. them. And it sounds like yeah. work. Um, but so that is a no, alone? no, it's not. <laughs> who wants to die alone? It's a lot of, I have a lot of conflicting emotions about it. I don't know where I stand yet. I'm not because in Joelle, that. in my mind, my, you are picturing, so, maybe, I'm, I'm guessing people you've dated in the past that haven't been a right fit, but I'm saying put into your mind. Mm. Someone who is the perfect compliment to you. They are massaging your shoulder. What's that game you want to play on PS5 that you're so excited about? <laughs> um, Cyberpunk 77? Yeah, they are massaging your shoulders while you're playing Cyberpunk 77. Oh, man. Well, that is kind of the dream. <laughs> I could really Sounds go for great. some of that. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely down. Again, you guys have made my mom very happy. We've talked about it at length. And she was like, are they really going to find you somebody? And I yeah, was like, are. I feel we like are. Zach's very determined. And he, when he's determined, things usually happen. Yeah, I make shit happen, Joelle. <laughs> really it's on my whiteboard. Uh, find Joelle a lover's on my whiteboard. Please don't get it tattooed on your body. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get it tattooed on my body next. <laughs> so here's um, the thing, though. 
You haven't said anything that makes me think that a FarmersOnly.com hookup <laughs> isn't something. I feel like you got could... some side hustle money from FarmersOnly.com or something. No, I'm just saying. Because you sang the theme song. You sang the theme like, song pretty well. I still don't understand why Joelle wouldn't want to be on Farmers Only. Because, look, she's talking about somebody massaging her shoulders while she plays a video game. Yeah. I'm sure a massage. Listen. A, a farmer, farmer could do that. <laughs> no doubt. They massage they massage cows' the nipples. Teats, the the teats. Yeah. And they squeeze they squeeze the That's true. The, the, so a imagine farmer, a farmer's imagine those hands on your shoulders. Yes, Joelle. Imagine He's just those come, hands on your shoulders. She's just come from yanking some, some goat teats. And now it's on your shoulders. No, let's go big. Let's go big. It's not the little tiny goat teats. She's been yanking some freaking cow teats. Some, oh, some, big cow teats. Some big whole milk cow teats. I love the word teat. Teat. Teat is a funny word. Just like wang. These are some wild visuals. Farmers man. work from like five to five though, right? They're going to be so tired when they come home. Do you ever have a nose hair that is pushing against the inner nostril and you feel it and you kind of want to pull it out with your fingernails and no matter how much you try, it's still there tickling the inside? Anybody? That no. sounds horrible. No, I'm so sorry. sorry. Donald, you have out of control nose hairs, so shut up because I've, <laughs> Wait, I've told you. What the fuck did I say? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> some, sometimes Donald's nose hairs co-mingle with his mustache hairs and they like they become friends. They like they do a little dance. I'll tell you they what, become, I've been there. They become hybrid hairs. They yes. become hybrids. And then Donald goes like this. He takes both of his fingers and he yanks. And oh. then of course he sneezes. I love the feeling of that type of pain. Like, look, there's times where <laughs> I Joel's face. Words. I, I, I like, I like that sting. I like that little, that little oh. thing. You know what I mean? Like right. when I was, when I used to box and spar all the time. That feeling yeah. of getting that little tap when you get punched in the face and stuff like that. When it would happen, it would. I like that little feeling, that pop, that feel. You know what I mean? And so, so there is a world you don't know it because it's taboo and you haven't tried it. But it seems to me you're a, you're a candidate for someone who might be into S and M a little bit. No, because I don't like that shit to last longer than a couple of seconds. Like that S and M shit looks like that shit. La like I would be saying my safe word over and over and over again. <laughs> you know what I mean? What would your it safe word be? Please stop this shit right now, goddammit! No, please no. No more. I don't think that's no a more. That's as safe as it gets. I don't. No think more, that's... please. No more. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I think the safe word has to be something like out of the norm that you wouldn't say, like Bullshit. raisins, raisins, raisins. No, because if you forget that shit, if you forget that shit, and now you're going down the list, the list of all the words that you that you think are your safe word, raisins, celery. Apricots. You just use oh, the traffic light system, Donald. Please stop, goddammit! Please stop. That's what it turns into. Wow. Wild. <laughs> okay, don't scream like that. We have okay. listeners who are li breastfeeding. This was a mistake. It was a mistake. Oh my god, Dan, you're gonna have to cut that out or pot it way down. All right, let's get into your recap, my friend. Uh, we've adapted it, so now it's a 47-second recap. Uh, <laughs> let's see if you can do it in 47 seconds. Ready? Let me. Well, hold on. Clearing. Look, the last one says 47.71. Okay. Here we go, baby. And go. Ryan Reynolds guest stars as Turk and JD's frat buddy. He tells Cox Jordan's baby is his. Kelso's pushing Elliot to her breaking point. 
All of this while, our gang is coming to the end of our second year. This episode's all about taking responsibility and owning our mistakes. It al it's always great to take the credit when you're admired for your actions, but you have the guts to take the credit when you've cost people pain and or grief. On the flip side, and I know it's difficult, do you have what it takes to forgive when you've been wronged by someone you care about? Yeah. Yeah, good. Well, of course, now you go to... 37 seconds, but um, you had 10 more seconds to slow down. Um, I mean, let's just talk about the headline of this episode that's so fucked up is that, you know, Jordan's been hiding from Cox that it's his baby. I mean, that's so fucked up. And how could you possibly, I know it's a TV show, but how in real life could you ever come back from, from that? It's so deceitful. Well, love is a very, 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 very strong uh, force, you know, and so we're going to jump around, obviously, but when it comes to the end of the show, when he finally says, no, I want to do this, and winds up uh, punching Kelso in the face and everything like that, it's easy to forgive when you love, you know what I mean? Love love conquers all. That These are real, the, these songs and all of these, you know, love songs and everything that are out there, they can't be wrong. These thousands and thousands and thousands of love songs can't be wrong. And so to forgive, there must be a ton of love there. And it's pretty clear at the end of the episode that he loves Jordan and I'm he loves this baby. No, of course, of course. And he's in love with the child already. But I just don't understand how Jordan, I didn't really get clear on why, other than a plot device, why was Jordan hiding this from him? Because that I don't didn't know. want him to, like, fall in love with her or, like, be with her out of obligation. Like, this allowed him to, like, walk away if he didn't want to be a part of her life. I see. And I, I see. feel like she still would have told him at the end of that. You know what I mean? But she needed to know, like, what was between them was about them and not this baby. Well, yeah. if that's the case, why did she wait so long also, though? You know what I mean? That's like, if, if 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 he's already... He was clearly showing what a great father he was going to be to the child. Well, he stuck around while she was going through the pregnancy also. You know what I mean? Right. Well, in this case, Cox is in love with her. He, he then falls in love with the with the baby and is prepared to be true and step up and be an amazing parent. And then he finds out that everybody knows this secret but him. I mean, I just, I, you know, imagine that happened to you. I would, I, I think you'd be livid. And he, he forgives her pretty quick is my point. Yeah. You know, he, he loves her. He loves the kid. And I think, if anything, it's a relief to him that this is what it is. This was what was ideal before before he finds out that, you know, he, it's a relief when he finds out, I think, also. Even though he's afraid and everything like that, he's like, thank goodness, man, because I'm putting all of this energy and stuff into this lady whom I love and into yeah. this kid whom I love. And it turns out it's an ideal situation anyway for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then Jordan, Jordan instantly... Um, the second he gives in, she's like, all right, go get me food. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, people like Cox need someone like Jordan, you know? It's like you and Casey or, you know, everyone, you know, relationships. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think anybody needs anybody like Jordan. Jordan is like the ultimate. The... No, but he does, though. I mean, I think that some of this is inspired by Bill and Krista. And when I think of those two, like, they are a yin-yang in so many ways. And they do bicker, um, and then, but but it works. It's it's it is it is it, it works for them. No, we, I we get each, it. We, a lot of people, and you and Casey, don't don't bicker like these characters do. But you guys, 
in, from, from what I can see, are so different in so many ways, but it's a perfect yin-yang. Yeah, opposite to track, that's for sure. But in this, but but in this in this situation, when you said he, yes, Cox is such a he's such a huge personality on screen that right, it would take somebody of Jordan's caliber to have an, a personality like that to combat. Yeah, the, be, him. A, a woman Absolutely. who doesn't have that kind of power is going to get walked all over, and um, you know what I mean. Like like and 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 Jordan's the same thing. Like. She's still walking over a man as alpha and I don't know what the words are either, but whatever Cox is, she's still walking all over that. Imagine her with like a fragile wallflower of a man. I mean, it would be, it would be, they wouldn't, it wouldn't work. Yeah. You know, that's what makes me and my wife work so well. The fact that she's completely different than I am and I'm completely different. You know, the one thing that we have in common is that we love to laugh. You know what I mean? And we, you know, and so because of that, we have a we joke we joke around a lot, and we have the same sense of humor. But as far as like her style and my style, we're completely different, and what she likes and what I like, we're completely different. But I'm sure you've dated women that you felt like I've dated women that I was I, I I was identical to, like we were exactly alike, and that shit was like, oh, this doesn't necessarily work. You're too much right. like who how I am. You know what I mean? Right. Or someone you didn't feel that you didn't respect or wasn't your equal. I mean, I feel like you respect Casey as your as your equal and you admire her. And that, Yeah, because that... she demands that shit, though. You know what I mean? She commands that shit. That shit, you know what I mean? It's different from, it's not like I'm sitting there like, I need to respect my woman. She's like, motherfucker, you better respect me. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know what? You're, you're absolutely proving... right. I better. But but you're proving my point. You need you needed a woman like that for you, for you to commit for your life and for you to have respect for. You needed someone who was like, listen, motherfucker, hmm. yeah. sit the fuck down, get out of the fucking animation room and nah, make she, me some fried chicken. She, okay, first of all, she doesn't ever kick me out of my animation room. <laughs> <laughs> let's, just, let's just start there, okay? By the way, yeah, I had yeah. a very sweet moment with her this week because um, I love real estate more than anything, and I was I sent her this house I thought would be perfect for you guys. And the first thing she wrote back was like, "Oh, that one little area could be Donald's animation room." Yeah, she loves me. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, she's a good woman. She's a great woman. She wasn't like, she wasn't like. Uh, I don't know where we're going to put Donald's animation room. She was no. like, oh, that area could be Donald's animation room. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. All right, should we talk about the fucking show Scrubs, Donald? We should get into it. First of all, Ted had dreams of being a senator. When, yeah. <laughs> when was, at what point was Ted's freaking charisma so high that he was going to be a senator? I don't know. I think that Ted probably started off. Something happened that really beat Ted down and made him <laughs> made him so troubled. He also hits on Elliot for the first time in this episode. I don't know how many times that happens, but uh, he asks her out. He does. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe part of him is probably just trying to be nice because Kelsel's just made her cry. But he's also like, hey. Right, Do you you, <laughs> right, right, right. You're so vulnerable right yeah, now. Maybe this yeah, is my yeah. shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I see you have tears in your eyes. Would you like to get a drink? Um, I thought we should talk about hangovers and doctors because this is a real thing. I, again, I don't know if doctors still do this. You doctors listening will have to 
say out loud to your listening device, whether you do or not. But when we were starting the show, we learned that uh, that doctors with hangovers would give themselves IVs and sometimes even go so far as to hide the bag under their armpit and put their, like, um, you know, their lab coat over it and, like, go around gently squeezing the bag as it <laughs> put fluids into their body because they were so dehydrated from alcohol. Have you ever done that? Have you ever have you ever had an IV after a night of drinking? Well, now it's like a service. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure in, in, in New York, L.A., and I'm sure other cities uh, around the world, you can go get, like, hangover hydration from a nurse. I don't think I've ever done that. Have you? That shit works, man. That shit oh, really? does. <laughs> you both had it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It works so well, too. And you can get like a bunch of vitamins and stuff like and minerals and shit like that put yeah. into it. The one thing that I got a problem with though is that you can taste it. I've never been able to like they hmm. put it into your vein, but you can taste it in your mouth, and that's the weirdest shit I've ever. So wait, had you had you had it scheduled, or you were in such pain you said call the IV guy, or you went there? What happened? You come to your house? What happened? So I go to this gym, Unbreakable Performance. It's owned by Jay Glazer. It's a great gym. It's. Uh, you know, it's one of those gyms that you go to where you work out with people that you recognize in movies. So as an actor, sometimes going to a normal gym is a little, uh, you, you feel like you're in a fishbowl. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. And so this is one of those gyms that you go to and you're working out with athletes and actors and, you know, uh, musicians, etc. Mm-hmm. And... So this gym, it's very, it's it 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 costs some some money, but the reason why it costs some money is because of the perks it has there, and one of those perks is you know like it has a cryo chamber and it has an acup- acupuncturist and yeah. it has you know what I mean a bunch of great things like that. But one of the things it offers, one of the perks it offers, is freaking uh, IVs, uh, IVs, mm. and. One day I came in there because I was spending so much money on the gym. I was like, I cannot not miss a day, but I don't want to throw up. And they were like, well, why don't you just take an IV real quick? And I went and got an IV, and that shit cleaned me out. Like, dude, I was so hungover. I was so hungover. Like, to the point where it was like, I showed up so they could be like, man, just go the fuck home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was hungover like that. I can't leave you and went. Like, why don't you just say, fuck it? Because I I was spending all this money and I didn't want to cancel and be like, right. I'm, you know what I mean? And so I show up and they're like this, yeah, just do an IV. I came out of that, I, I came out of the IV session charged and ready to go. Well, well, I had you- to I had to pee first. I had to pee first. But then I was like, yo, let's go. Well, that should tell people that that's what a hangover is, obviously. It's dehydration. You just, you, 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 need, you need water. Yeah, well, and, and minerals and yeah. like... And you know, Daniel, you've had that too. Yes, I did. Uh, I went to a bachelor party in Nashville, and the next day we went to this really kind of not shady, but like shady. just hole in the wall spot that was just called Drip Doctors. <laughs> and oh no! Yes, and you know, it could sound like a fashion line, but it was just a place where they were like, "Yeah, sit in a chair, we pop an IV in you, and have a good day." It was very in and out. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, yeah. I, 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 there's also. Places, I mean, maybe not during COVID, but they do like house calls. You can just be lying yeah, totally. there like, why God? And they come and put an IV in you. Very fancy. Very fancy. I love that. I love that. How about that pratfall I did with the IV? I mean, that was pretty great. I'm pretty That was I, pretty, I that was pretty good. 
Uh, Ryan Reynolds' pratfall was pretty good too. Yes, yes, Ryan Reynolds. Um, but 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 you know, you know, my IV <laughs> one was pretty good too, right? <laughs> yeah, IV one was great. I'm just saying, yeah. Ryan Reynolds, you know, was showing flashes uh, of flashes of what was to come with his pratfall. That's all. I'm yes, saying. Um, Ryan Reynolds walking down the hallway saying, "How about that guy? How about that guy? That guy." And he's pointing to different men as we walk through the hospital. And I said, it would probably be easier if I just pointed at whose butts I haven't had my fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's talk about this chocolate hand because um, I'm guessing. You know what? Before we talk about the chocolate hand, you know what we should do? What? Go to break. We'll be right back. Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. Hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. 
JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built in USB C charging cable and a noise canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. And we're back! And we're back. So, let's talk about the chocolate hand. I am guessing that this is very inappropriate. I didn't think it was inappropriate. Oh, really? Because I thought at the time it was funny because we were calling each other vanilla and chocolate. But I wondered if in 2020 it's racist. I don't think it's racist if my skin color matches the color of chocolate and you love chocolate so you eat my <laughs> my hand, dude. I would say it's built into the culture of these two friends and so I did not find it offensive. There's certainly a lot of conversations happening around mostly in the literature world, of people describing dark skin as just always a food item. Oh, chocolate, coffee, anything you might yell at a black girl as she's walking down the street and you think she's attractive. Uh, it's tiresome, but I don't think that necessarily applies to this situation. It's like oh. two good friends who have nicknames for each other. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Well, I haven't even said I thought it was very funny. It was hilarious. <laughs> I laughed my ass off, the fact that you ate my hand. Yeah, and, then and I remember I that like, being. I remember that being a very funny set because you know they built the whole office and to look like it was all made out of chocolate. And you're you're typing a memo on a chocolate typewriter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. That was a, I, I. I have fond memories of that office. That's also where yeah. Cal, Cal Turk. Uh, that was the oh, set that we did. That was Cal also Turk Cal Turk's. Yeah. <laughs> same set, um, same set, same area. Yeah. Now I run into Deontay. Giving a shout out to Deontay Gordon. What do you mean you ran into Deontay? Oh, you ran, you hit in him. The show, in the show, I hit okay. Deontay. <laughs> I thought you was like, I, I ran into Deontay. I was out and about and I ran into Deontay. <laughs> no, who's out and about these He says days? hi. I don't, I don't what's out All about? of America is out and about oh, these I days. Know. Are, we the only, are we the only people be, being good? I mean. No. No. There's a ton of people who are being good. We just put a microscope on all the people who are being bad. Not to say oh. that it isn't a lot of people and that it's not a problem because it is, but it's a lot easier to just be like, look at all this terrible shit when it's really like a not no. as big as people think. I mean, I'm sure if still you live a lot in a, too many. I'm sure if you live in a state that that has no problems, then that's different. But we live right. in uh, Los Angeles County, which uh, has quite a problem, and so we why not really leave my house? I mean, we go to go to the supermarket, but I don't know where else we're going. Nope. Yeah, no. Uh, there's no there's no place to go anyway here. Yeah. But you know, it's it's to some people it's a hoax. So I take my motorcycle out and go on rides. Ooh. You still have a motorcycle? Yeah. Motherfucker, you were halfway there to Tom Cruise and Top Gun and you got <laughs> rid of the plane, man. You were halfway there. Well, I 
start dude. to be back. I'm, as Joelle pointed out, I'm manifesting it on my forearm. But uh, You could have been on the runway with your bike trying to race freaking <laughs> oh, no. prop planes. I feel like Tom Cruise and I would really get along. I mean, you know, some stuff aside. <laughs> I agree. Look, you both like Kenny Loggins. His character in the movie, at least. You know what I mean? Highway to the danger zone. Dem, dem, yeah. dem, dem. Take you right in to the danger zone. Are you going to be um, one of the first customers to Top Gun 2? No, that shit looks horrible. Really? <laughs> yeah, it looks trash. I was unprepared. No, I'm sorry. I'm not hating on it. You know what? I, that was a hating maneuver, and I apologize. I said I'm trying not to do that. Yeah, because, you know, Miles Teller's in it. He's a nice fellow. Yeah. Do you know how sick I was when we were making this episode? Do you recall this? No, tell me. I had I had body aches, chills. Uh, I had fever and wound up having pneumonia and fluid in my lungs. And we did... We did a walk and talk. We did all stemming from the night in the hot tub. Oh, that's where you got sick? And then the next day we're doing the next week because either he left. I don't remember what it was exactly, but it wasn't all lined up. But the next couple of days, I remember I was so sick. I was like, you know, like sick, sick, like sick. I'm surprised you didn't get me and Ryan sick in that hot tub. I'm, su- I'm surprised. Or that poor woman who's grabbing your booty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed out loud when I go, it's too hot on my eyes. We <laughs> <laughs> were hiding uh, in the hot tub. Why did they think they could hold their breath long enough to hide from somebody checking on? Well, you and Ryan had no problem, but I couldn't. It's too hot on my eyes. <laughs> um, let's discuss. Uh, oh, there's another thing. What? Cox dumps. Jordan and she's like, no, that shit ain't happening. Yeah, no, you're not breaking up with me. Have you ever had that happen to you? Uh, no, but the first thing that came to my mind was I was once uh, an ex girlfriend and I were breaking up, and she got really mad. She was intoxicated, and she took an empty wine glass that was in her hand, and she was yelling at me, and she slammed it oh. down on the ground as hard as she could, and the wine glass didn't break. Amazing. And the both of us, the both of us instantly broke from fighting and started cracking up because it was the craziest shit we'd ever seen. And then you guys made love and got back together? No, I don't think (laughs) (laughs) No, but I always think it's funny. Like, we're breaking up. No, we're not. Casey did that shit to me, dude. Casey did that shit. Like, look. I worked Was myself. that we were in St. Bart's and you and you tried to break up? No, 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 no. I came back and begged her to get back with me after All the right. St. Bart's trip. All right. But, uh, dude, one night I worked myself up the whole day. I was like, I'm going to fucking break up with her tonight. I, she's going to come over and we're going to break up and then it's going to be that. Right? And so I waited and I waited and I waited. And finally, we're at the point where it's like, okay, it's either do it now or you're never going to do it. So I've said to her, look, you know, I just, I'm going to be honest with you, Case. You know, granted, these last couple of months have been great and I've had such a, an amazing time with you, but I don't think, I don't see this going anywhere. I think this is, I think we're just, you know, playing a game, you know, giving her the breakup fucking speech, right? Right, right. 
And she goes, and I go, so I think we should break up. I think this is it. And she goes, no. <laughs> and I said, what? I said, no. I said, what? And she goes, no, we're not breaking up. She was like, Did, yeah, that's, that's, that's not going to happen. And I was like, no, I'm breaking up with you right now. And she's like, you feel that right now? Don't you feel that, Donald? And I was like, feel what? I feel angry. <laughs> she was like, no, don't you feel that we have something more than this? When you look at us, don't you when, you, when you think about us, you don't see it's going further than where we're at right now? And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> she's like, it's a shame, Donald. I do. We're not breaking up. And I'm like, yes, we are. <laughs> she's like, no. She Jedi mind tricked you. Right. And so by the end of it, I'm like, well, I don't want you to go home. Why don't you just get back in bed? These aren't the droids you're looking for. She mm. freaking Jedi mind tricked the crap out of me, dude. Yeah. She's, but it works, though, man. And so when Jordan does that to Cox, it definitely catches you off guard because you're like, you know, we're not going to do this. This isn't going to work. And they're like, no, we are going to do this. This no, is going to work. It's like all of the preparation that you made expecting to have a response that's like, you know, oh, but we need, I needed you and you need me. And when that doesn't come and it's, uh, and it's, and it, and it's not, uh, fine, that's okay. Okay. Let's break up. And it's, no, we're not breaking up. It just catches a man off guard. And I think men genuinely like this shit too. Like it well, turned me the fuck on. I was like, you you know what? You're right. Well, you, have let's, to be, let's you certainly have to be on this. The, you certainly have to be um, on the fence about the relationship. If you're really over it and she's like, we're not breaking up. You're like, right, bro. Right, bro. <laughs> bro right. <laughs> I was def I was definitely on the fence yeah. about it. I How like about when the guy in the hot tub's like, some days I sit out here drinking cold one after cold one, and I go, what do you do when you have to pee? And there's a long pause, and he goes, <laughs> so you guys are doctors, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we should mention that Bill Lawrence directed this, and it's his first uh, episode he directed in, in uh, of all of them. Thunderous applause, Dan. Thunderous, Thunderous applause. applause for Bill Lawrence, Dan. Uh, he uh, no, he did a good job. He was adding his own style and flair to it that he had um, that he had developed with originally Adam and then all the other directors. There were some cool shots and some cool transitions. And um, there's a there great there's a great oneer at the end of the episode where you and Cox jump onto the elevator and ride down in the elevator yeah. while delivering your dialogue, yeah. exit, and then go into the lobby, the entrance lobby for the the hospital. Yeah, and it's timed perfectly. You can always tell we're really riding the elevator when when it lands. There's a bit of a, a camera. There's shake. a jump. I mean, yeah. they would try and fake that sometimes, but it never looked as good as like this one. It's like you can tell that the camera operator's a little bit jerked by the elevator. Um, Elliot goes to Cox for advice. Well, talks to Cox for advice about her deal with Kelso, and he genuinely is like, "I can't give it to you right now because I'm going through my own shit." But I found it interesting that that disappointed Cox also, you know, that he wasn't able to help his colleague at this moment in time. You know what I mean? Yeah, because that he's was- a reluctant mentor to everyone. Even though he complains about it and whines about it and tells people off, he still likes the young people that he likes coming to him and, and, and looking for, for advice. By the way, your Superman tat and your Shun tat tattoo are both in clearly in the hot tub scene. And let me see where you are with your removal. Let me see if I can see them anymore. Oh, it's all gone. Well, I can still see a little see bit a of little Superman. Bit. Just a little bit. Does that hurt? I heard, I know, I heard it hurts like a, like a mofo. No, it doesn't hurt as bad as people make it sound. Well, uh, it might depend on the spot. Because I once went with an ex to have 
some removal done. And she, where was the tattoo? It was uh, it was a tramp stamp. Well, yeah. If you like getting your if you like getting your butt smacked, though, I don't. I can't imagine that hurting that much. Should we go to a break and then talk to a guest, Donald? That sounds fine. To I me. also really have to pee, so we'll be right back after these fine words and after I empty my bladder. Hey, listeners! It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress, and let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old-school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix... Better sleep starts now. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built in USB C charging cable and a noise canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval term. Apply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin designed, Texas tested, and handmade down in the boot making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, 
Tecovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tecovis has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tecovis.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. And we're back. I want to show you guys my new dope shoes and tell me you better not diss them because they're fly as hell. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. Prepare to gasp. Oh are you all? Are you all don't, ready to don't gasp? Do this. Engine and ready. Do it. Ooh. Ooh, those are nice. Them things is ugly as fuck, man. Wow. Oh, Donald. <laughs> I like is the, the new switch. Vapor Maxes? It looks like art. That shit yeah. looks like straight doo doo. Oh those wow. <laughs> These are Vapor Maxes, and I, they um, are so dope. You pull on this. Look, check this out. You pull mm-hmm, this to tighten, mm-hmm. and then you so and then you cool. pull this to release. They're fifty percent recycled. That's so. So cool. they're good for the world. You don't like Where'd, these, Donald? Where did you get the Vapor Max? Did you buy those on Nike.com? I'm addicted to buying shit on Nike.com. You don't like these? I do like those. Those look fly. Those are look really how dope. that's like knit. They're yeah, knit. That knit's nice. Ooh. How's the comfort on those? You know, it's maxes? funny. Flo, Flo, when I open the box, Flo is making fun of me, like you saying, like those are cheesy. And then by the end of the day, she's like, "Do those come in women's?" Ah. Yeah. And yeah. guess what? They do. Yeah, you know what it is. You know what it is. It's a jealousy thing, man. It's like when you know somebody pulls out a pair of nice Jimmy Choo shoes, and all the, all the ladies go, Ooh! and all the dudes are like, "Man, fuck those shoes," because. <laughs> We don't have nothing as special as that. The only thing that we have special, like shoes like that, are Jordans, our kicks, are you know really exclusive shoes. Yeah, our Yeezys. Ah, exclusivity really does it. You don't have any Yeezys. I've never owned a pair of Yeezys in my life, and I love. Listen, listen, I love Kanye, but I've never owned any of his gear. By the way, have you heard this DJ Khaled uh, Drake song, Pop Star? Yeah, man, that's a good song. Niggas call my pop star. Something like that. I'm a pop star. I like that song. Wait, Daniel. I just want everyone to know I like a Drake song. It's a big moment for me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. That's a good song. Bitches calling my phone. Yeah. That shit is banging. That shit is banging. All right. Bring in the guest. (laughs) Welcome in, Dan. Oh, that's going to confuse everything, Dan. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Dan. Dan, unmute your phone. There you go. Dan is in the house. Everybody say hello to Dan. Not to be confused with Dan, oh, but just Dan. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you rebel? No relation. No. <laughs> Hi, uh, Dan. Welcome to the program. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. It's such a privilege to be here. So cool to see both Zach and Donald, two guys that I watched the majority of my lifetime. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Well, thank you. Thank you. This is what we look like. Um, uh, we're, we're, we're a bit older than uh, you might remember us from the TV show, but uh, still, I'm older just now as, too. still just as witty. Uh, where are you calling from, Dan? Beacon, New York. New York, 
Yo, New York in the house. <laughs> it's Beacon in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you do there? What do you, what do you, what's your, uh, when, when non COVID uh, world exists, what do you do for a living? I am an attorney. I am practicing real estate attorney right now. Uh, I've been sworn in now for about a year, but I'm considering in the near future making a transition to a part-time position with the public defender's office in Judges County. Oh, I think I bet you that would be way more exciting than real estate, in, in my humble opinion. I suspect it would be way more fulfilling too. So mm. that's sort of my thinking about why I want to go that route, and hopefully, I'll get a chance to help people. And it's because of value systems like I got from Scrubs about how helping people is more important than money. Wow. Hear that, Donald? Look at the difference we made. No doubt. That's real talk. But That's money real talk. Money is fun too, though. Let's but, just but Donald, Donald, but money miss, Don, money's good, especially if you're trying to buy a twenty thousand dollar golf simulator like that. Yeah, hey, if you could get if you now if, Dan, if, while we while we have you, um is I'm hearing we, uh is now a good time for people to buy a house because uh I've heard varying things about that. If if you're someone who's saved and 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 you're thinking about doing it. Is, is now a good time to buy? Well, it, I think it depends on where you are. If you're in Dutchess County right now, it's a really, really hot market. Hottest I've ever seen it. You know, I mean, I've only been practicing a year, but I paid attention to the real estate market a lot longer than that. And it's, it's never been like this. Things are going up for sale and selling within two days. So it's, it's a, certainly a hot time. Um, whether or not it's a good time remains to be seen because we're not out of the woods with this COVID stuff yet. And based on long-term projections of what could happen, I mean, it's going to inevitably have some negative impact on the housing market, I think. I was going to say, are houses selling for less? and Way more. Way, way more? more? Way more right up, up here. I, th- I thought it was the uh, – well, okay. Now I, thought he, I thought it was a buyer's market right now. And right. I thought market. because a lot of people are, are – no, please correct Nationally, me. Nationally, you're 100% right. Okay. Because I, I live thought... in the shadow of New York City where you can take a train. I could, take, I could walk to the train station and be in Manhattan in an hour. Oh, see, but, but see, oh, see that's then, Dan, you know, that's skewed for everybody listening yes. because everyone wants to get out of Manhattan and where he and lives, they want to move. I should have started with that. I should have. No, see, so if you don't live, if you don't live within commuting distance from Manhattan – uh, I feel like a lot of people, because of the pandemic, are shaking up their thinking of where they want to live. Of course, people are getting out of cities. People are saying, fuck it, let's go to the country. Um, so I feel like there are houses that are in, a, in not in the kind of place you live that are going for less, right? Yes. Nationally, I've heard that it's absolutely a buyer's market. I I'm only bringing this up because I want Donald to move closer to me. So I keep sending his wife uh, houses that are within a mile of my house. That's that you, sounds fair. I think you should do that, Donald. Yeah. <laughs> I would, Dan. I would love to do that. There's a yeah. thing called uh, expensive. Uh, <laughs> do you want to say that? I again? know all about. There's it. a thing called expensive. <laughs> yeah, I I don't need to say that again. Let's I think give that's you a take two on that. There's a no, thing think, called expensive. Okay, <laughs> I th- right. I, I, that's exactly what I was going for, though, and. Right now, buying a house during these, like in California, people are moving out of California because of property tax that's coming up uh, soon. So, like, if you have a certain amount of land and stuff, you're going to be taxed double, is what I've heard. And so now people are moving out of uh, Los Angeles and California to different states where they don't have to pay taxes 
anymore. So I have a place in Manhattan that I daydream about selling during this time, but I'm not going to do it because it would be the worst time in the world to to sell it. Um, and and then I'm not, I and then I know I'll regret it. But mm. but I, I I like many who who have a, a piece of property in the city are like I don't want to live in the city now. I want to I want. It just feels scary. I want to be. I want to have space and and a yard and not not be on top of people in an elevator with someone coughing. Right. It's it's very speculative. I think as a whole right now. And let me tell you, if you ever need a lawyer to sell that place in Manhattan, there you go. Store. There's the lawyer we know and love. <laughs> All right, Dan. Do you have a question for for any of us about anything in the world? Dan, if uh, you yes. want to, you can. Tell your story here. I know we talked a little about a little bit about it earlier, and if you don't want to, that's fine too. Oh, Dan has a secret story. I do. Part of how I got connected with Joelle and why I'm here today is because you had said on an episode of your podcast, if anybody has a story of hooking up at a funeral, to write in. Oh, and at that moment, I I knew you. It felt like you were talking directly to me because I was I had that story that I've been I was sitting Dan. on just this moment. Yes, oh, Queen. Yes. You guys asked for it, and here it is, man. Yeah. I was the one that said this was going to be crazy and gross. Listen, but this is what you wanted to hear. We so couldn't now, deliver. We couldn't deliver Dan, Ryan Reynolds, but we delivered a guy who banged at a funeral. Yeah, Dan, Ryan Reynolds. Dan, nothing on that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Dan, it's time to go into your story. Please tell us everything. Yeah, go but on. Dan, but Dan, don't go too long because we, we are going long on the show. Give us a condensed version of this amazing tale. But but tell us everything. Yeah, when you get to the dirty parts, you can take your time. I have to be somewhat vague intentionally. Just of course, we don't want to out anybody. Of course, of course. We're not gonna we're not gonna name any names or anything. Of course. And I will start by saying that like Listen, I had a friend who passed away really tragically way, way before it was this time of cancer, a rare form of cancer. And I think he was 31 when he passed away. And um, it was, you know, it was an emotionally charged time is the way I'd like to frame the whole story. Um, now, uh, his brother was one of my best, best friends and my college buddy, college roommate um, for two years and a guy who... You know, I had had a lot of guy love moments with. This is a guy who I'm not afraid to say I've kissed before. And I will okay. say that on the radio. Okay. But he was a, a good friend of mine, to say the least. And I guess I had met his cousin at the wake the night before. Uh, it was a cousin of his that I'd hooked up with. And I was, I'm trying to be artful, so I'm, I'm taking my time with how I'm going to parse this out. But I met his cousin at the wake the night before. And um, is this a woman or a man? This is a woman. Okay. And uh, it was just innocent flirting type of a situation. Um, the next day, there was a funeral, and uh, it was at Sacred Heart, which I bring up. It's just a funny coincidence. That was the name of the church. Um, but then there was an after party, and this is where the story really starts. The story gets good at the after party because my friend who died had wanted this to be a celebration. He wanted it to be a party. He wanted people drinking. He wanted an open bar. He wanted all the Irish whiskey, you know, flowing. And it was, and we were getting, you know, pretty tore up. And rather than sort of being with the family, this cousin of his was hanging out more with the friends because we were, we were the people living it up, having a good time. And so she didn't really, she knew many people at this funeral, but she didn't know many people 
within my crew of friends. And so she was gravitating towards me. And I had no problem being the sort of liaison to the fun that was happening. I felt like it was helpful to her. And we're partying. Now, in the parking lot, she had made a move on me to try and kiss me. I had rejected it. Uh, she tried again. I rejected it a second time. But the third time, I allowed things to happen. Mm-hmm. And we just started making out some light hand stuff, nothing too too <laughs> aggressive. But we, we were seen. Someone saw us. At this light point. hand stuff is a great name for a band. Go ahead. Go on. <laughs> So there, there had been some light hand stuff, and uh, and I, and then that was it. I said, okay, this is crazy. We're done. You're in, you're in an emotional place. I did at least say that once, and that was it. Um, now, she later says to meet her in the bathroom. She's like, I'm gonna go in the bathroom. Meet me in there in two minutes. And so I go and I meet her into in the bathroom. Oh boy! So you weren't serious. You weren't, you weren't being truthful when you were like you're in an emotional place. You were like, you're in an emotional place. There's people staring at us right now. Let's yeah. try and find some place that's right. a little bit more discreet. <laughs> yes, yes, like the bathroom. Like the bathroom. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm an imperfect man. I am, yeah. I am so imperfect. Okay. I, I'll own that. I, you know, I, okay, I said, so let's get to the bathroom. We're in the bathroom. What happened there? <laughs> she, she had, at that point, um, she my pants off, me. And was like, sit down on the toilet and wrote me what I assume what? was the best oh. one and a half minutes of her life. And, <laughs> and someone did knock. And we were sort of caught. But then she's like, oh, I'm just in here. And they went away. And, you know, that was it. Wow. Wait, Have you seen she- her since? I, I, she came, she did. I lived in Boston at the time. She flew out to see me like a couple weeks later. We hung out a few more times, and and after that, we didn't talk a whole lot. But because she needed there to be a funeral to get turned on, yeah, she needed the drama. Yeah, she needed the drama, it. just like the show. Uh, Dan, we organized this so you could meet your son. Come on in, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I love it. He's about eight years old now. Yeah. <laughs> he looks yes. just like me. <laughs> yeah. So um, this um, sex act, it occurred while you were sitting on the toilet? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I said Have you was... ever done that before, Zach? Have you no. ever had sex on the toilet? No. <laughs> At a funeral? No. I mean, period? No. At a funeral? Double funeral. no. <laughs> oh, good guess, Joelle. Joelle. Thank you. Thunderous applause for Joelle, Dan. Turn your key, sir. <laughs> Turn your key. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you, sir, for that. Um, uh, if you're out there and you too have a story about banging at a funeral, we don't, we, please contact Joelle. We'd love to hear them all. We have at least four more. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. You've, you've got four oh, more in your in your quiver. Yeah, it's four more in the inbox. So I was like, I, oh, so the now I believe Dan. I I wonder if some people are lying, but I I trust Dan. I think his story's real. It's definitely. I had to go back in the memory bank a little bit, and there's details that I I left out or probably have forgotten since unless now, they're salacious we don't need them dan there's nothing like, too exciting there okay. might have been like a fourth attempt like there were one of the things is that there were more attempts than just the two before i finally gave in i think it yeah was well you held on as you held on as long as you could dan I was, I, you know you held on as long as you can you probably were like no someone give me a shot 
<laughs> One shot later. Yes. Another Jameson. Yes. Um, all right. Well, I feel like that was some, that should cover the question section, right, Joelle? And maybe we go to fix your life? Sure. Okay. Dan, you seem like a, a guy who might get into trouble sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to uh, play a little game called It's Time to Fix, fix Your, your life. life. All right, Dan, how can we help you? Um, we can't help that situation, but we can help something that you, that you need help with now. Well, Donald and Zach. I have a two-year-old daughter named Kennedy, who is, she's actually turning two on Saturday. Congratulations, she did it. Two years is a big deal. Thank you. And she loves the outdoors. So I will frequently, um, now I split custody with her mother. Mm-hmm. And when I have her 50% of the time, I'm bringing her outside all the time. And every time that she comes in, she's very, very upset. And she doesn't like the transition from the outside world to the inside world. Now, it doesn't matter if she's out there for 15 minutes or three hours. No matter what the length of time, she doesn't want to come back in. And it's not as much of a problem in the summer. But with the weather getting colder here, I wonder what I can do now that we're going to be forced for more time indoors. That's a very very difficult uh, question. How are you in in the outdoors? Are you skillful when it comes to outdoor stuff? Dan? I would say I don't, think, I don't think he means camping, Donald. I think he means playing outside, right? Playing yeah, but, outdoors. But but yeah. some of those things can come into effect when it comes to playing in the outdoors. Uh, I think what Donald's saying is, is there a chance that you're more fun and present with her outside? And when she comes in, she knows like you're going to go to your laptop? I think Donald may be keying into something here. When we're playing outside, I'm fully engaged with her like it's me and her and there's the rest of the world i mean when we're inside it's me and you know my computer or me and my phone a lot of the time it's not that i'm not playing with her but it's not as much of course right i wonder that 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 could be your that could be your issue right there there's a possibility that you need to be just as uh it's 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 present yeah just as present as you are outdoors when just as present indoors as you are outdoors i personally you know i know what this is like my kids want to wrestle and fight all day long and sometimes you have to say that's enough you you know i get it you only have her 50 percent of the time and so you're trying to give her as much uh uh love as possible but there still has to be routine you know what i mean you can't just you can't just you know say i'm gonna take you outside and that's all you guys ever do is just go outside and play. You have to, you have to routine the situation and 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 make some sort of schedule for you guys. And so I have an idea. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Don. And so I I I get it. She's it's great, and she wants to stay outdoors. But I think that's because she knows that you two. That's the scheduled time that you two spend all of your time together, and she's just. She's just wanting that. That's yeah, mine. I think if you, I mean, again, I don't have kids, so listen to Donald over me. But if I were, if if I were trying this to solve this conundrum, I think I would make something super fun in the house that you guys only do right when you come in. So the first thing that came to my mind was like build a fort or a tent because I used to love that when I was a little kid, especially mm-hmm. with my parents. Um, and so she knows, like, oh, it's like a transition time. It's like, oh, it's. Whenever we come in, the first thing we do is dad doesn't just go get on his phone and ignore me. We always build a fort right away. 
And that's kind of like a transition. Like, oh, because you think about it, in, in my mind, is if, if I was a two-year-old, it's like, oh, the fun time's over. Now dad's on his phone and I'm bored. Whereas like, no, whenever we come in, it's built fort building time. Like that's exciting too. Do you know what I mean? 100%. And, and to a much lesser degree, those are the only things that have worked so far is like, if I can have something right away waiting for her. And I've been using like a, like fruit snacks or like a cheap, like a cheap trick like that, like something easy. But Ain't like nothing cheap about that trick. Meaningful. That's a good trick. That's a good <laughs> trick. Ain't nothing cheap about that trick. <laughs> no, I'm saying definitely some sort of reward, but the reward, again, we're just pulling this out of our butts. We don't know. I mean, Donald mm. is a great dad, but I'm just saying come up with something exciting that doesn't make her feel let down. It could be food, I guess, but it could also be like more of your attention. Yeah. That's that's such key insight there. And I, I asked this question, I just want to say, because it's a real problem I have. I mean, like, I, I and the parenting advice that I hear on the show, it's like really insightful and good, but I, I'm blown away. I didn't, I didn't necessarily, uh, I didn't expect that I was going to get it. I don't know why you wouldn't well, think that. But Dan, like, Dan, 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 you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, I that. appreciate welcome. it. That you can edit out my terrible apology and post in. We need a Charlie Puth um, song. It's called You're Welcome that goes right here. Or we could just use the Maui. What can I say except you're welcome? That is my daughter's favorite movie, Moana. Oh, I love that movie. Moana yeah. is such a... It's got your favorite... I've never uh, seen Moana. Lin-Manuel Lin Miranda, whatever yeah. the dude's name is. He did it. the soundtrack for it. How it's can got you not some, know his name? He's like the most everywhere person on earth and you don't know his name i'm sorry that's like I saying said, uh, yeah i think it's uh it's like uh it's it's like j something there's a letter that comes after it it's like j r no jay-z jay-z well you know that would be listen man i don't fucking listen to broadway shows the way you listen to broadway musicals okay i do listen to broadway musicals but not like do you, you like hamilton i've only seen it once do you, and, so you don't listen to the music no I saw it okay. on Disney. I saw it on Disney Plus. Look at Joelle's face. She's hurt. She's not hurt. She's not hurt. But I'll tell you, Le- Leslie Odom, is that his yeah. name? Yeah, amazing. That dude got skills, son. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. dude got skills. Look, as a rapper, period. Look, he could have stepped. I know I know that uh, Lin-Manuel wrote Miranda. the. I said, yeah. So I said his name right. I know that Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote the raps and all of that shit. But I never expected freaking leslie to sound like like he put the voice in it and everything with the tin and the sin and the fin and the kin and the men and the dinner let me sin and din and the sin and the hamilton and the and the george washington tin and the pen and pen and i got the sin and the fin and the pot pin and the pin and the pop poon and the pop pop thinning so let the get in again and again and again and again and again. He had to. He had to. <laughs> no, Donald. I'm something of a rapper myself. I don't know if this is the proper time to interject that. But. Oh God! Go ahead. Get oh your, God! Get Ooh, your, let's let's get them spit. 16 bars. Spit those 16 bars for sure. But I meant like I do it as a hobby in the band. Let's go. Okay. 16 we, bars. Let's go. Know. How about how about 12 bars? Go ahead. 16 bars ain't that long. I can hit up B for you. No, beatbox. Anybody. Why say no, Donald? Are you beatbox then, Donald? All right, you ready? Okay. Now I'm on with Donald Faison and Zach. 
My dude Zach Braffin is news. Here, everybody's looking real loose. Yeah, everybody's looking real. All right, we're going to edit all that out. It was <laughs> <hard enough. laughs> Done. I'm just so there's a thing that will keep me up at night. That's the thing. I'm just glad you didn't rhyme uh, news with Jews, but no, that was great. <laughs> that, 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 I'm true freestylist. Trust me, it was there. That's what derailed oh. the whole thing. I was that like, was you great. can't say that. that I'm just great. saying, okay, I was just saying that Leslie was the like, send in the fin in the bin at the cop. And that was dope to me. So, um, listen, I, I was directing Going in Style when Michael Caine went to see Hamilton on Broadway, and it was like the height of, ever, of of the Hamilton insanity in New York City. And I go, Michael, how was your how was your night? Uh, did you have a good sleep and everything? Well, I went to see this Hamilton, and you know, this one's talking like this, and this one's rapping like this. It was amazing. <laughs> so I got to see Michael Caine's impression. <laughs> Of Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the best. That's the best Michael Caine impersonation. You, you gotta do do a good Michael Caine impersonation. This yeah. one's talking like this. This one, you gotta say Michael Caine. It's Michael Caine, and this one is rapping like this, and the other one's talking like this. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Michael Caine. That's my Michael Caine has just seen Hamilton impression. Dan. We're probably not going to cut out your freestyle no, because no I feel way like America them. needs to hear this. Oh, Dan, you went <laughs> from you went from you went from amazing guest telling us you banged on a toilet at a funeral to uh, to your low so point. Frankly, was toilet. your freestyle rap, but it was that's <laughs> my new low point. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was a bad attempt, but honestly, I'm gonna be completely honest. I do actually rap. And All right, we'll give you one more chance. Look, one more chance. No, you don't need to no, be. Just, no, just, just go off. The, just yeah, do it off the top of your head. Just go, <laughs> don't. Your beatboxing was throwing this. Go ahead. I'm so nervous, and I really don't do off beat most of the time. My strength. Comes you got it. Like, you got it, Dan. Just, give a SoundCloud. Just, just picture a beat, Dan. You got this. Send us your SoundCloud. No, Send we want to <laughs> hear it live. We want to hear it live. It's not like it's not like that type. Of just thing. go really for it. Don't be shy. Come on. You banged in a toilet at a funeral. So Don't let him bully you. Don't let so him bully tough. you, Dan. Don't let him bully you. So hard you. on the man right now. If ever there were pressure. I got this, Dan. Dan, Dan there's only millions of people listening. You got this. Okay. Uh... Check it. So, so there's millions of people listening, and there ain't nobody out here that's gonna be dissing him because it's the same rap over again, and now they're laughing, but it's never gonna stop. Because when I could. Spit back every single track, every single fact that I spit is on every single rap. And now I'm here only to spit the facts because it's my time, it's prime time, it's live, it's on iHeart. Don't start. I ain't here to fart. I ain't gonna sharp. I ain't gonna blow my opportunity. I ain't gonna blow my chance. So I'm gonna take a stance and I'm gonna let you all know on the radio, this is the way it goes. Yo, big in New York in the house. Ain't never been a clown. I run this town. Yeah. Yeah. You guys should see the screw face he's giving right now. He's got the hard good. face. His face got all hard and shit at the end of that shit. Like, I Dan, don't Dan, you. Dan, man, I've never asked right for this, but instead of thunderous applause, can we have sort of a light, a light, appreciative <laughs> golf clap? <laughs> yes, I could do that. He's like, I ain't no. taking that. Good work. Good work, Dan. I like, the, I like that you, uh, you were brave in, in front of millions of people. Right. And uh, and that was beautiful. In fact, I'm going to play that back when I work out uh, next uh, on this on on the Peloton bike. Listen, you guys um, have 
again, changed my life working out too. I feel like <laughs> this is like my gym. I'm going to listen to myself and work out that much harder. Yo, um, I'm surprised right. you don't do that. I'm surprised you don't do that yet, man. That's the wow. best way to work out. Listen to yourself. I, when I me? said I was a rapper, I was being tongue-in-cheek. Like, I don't do it seriously. I'm in a bar band where I frequently have to rap. So I'm in a really? band that plays covers, all covers, and all the rap parts I do. Now, I used to freestyle, like, in high school and stuff like that, but I don't really do it anymore. I don't have a SoundCloud, and I don't I made up a rap once um, about Passover. Would you like to hear a sample of it? I would love to hear this, please. Oh yes, right God. now. Yes. Right now. Yes. I yes, this yes. I was like, I, yes. was like I was like 10 years old, and my father said, we're going to go on a road trip to go to a Passover Seder, and I recorded this rap to surprise my dad on a cassette in the car. Do it. Uh, I may have to remember the lyrics, but it was something like, I mean, this is like 30 fucking years ago, but it was something like, one day four people took a trip to Boston, Elaine, Hal, and Zach, and an Audi 5000. The reason for this trip was Passover time. If we snook some bread in, it would be a crime. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just, re just remember on this five-hour trip ahead. McDonald's and Burger King, we would skip. The reason for this deed was Passover time. If we snook some bread in, it would be a crime. <laughs> Wow. Why do we, wait, I got one more, one more bar. Yes. Why did we go so far and we could pray at home? The reason was unknown. Just remember your comb. <laughs> Thunderous applause, Dan. Turn your Thunderous key. Thunderous applause. I turned my key for that. <laughs> key has been turned. All right, Dan, we got to go. You've been a delightful guest. Thank You're you so man, much. Man. Yes. Um, Dan, thank you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Freestyle Dan. Thank you, Dan. Easy. Thanks, guys. Edit right. out my freestyle, my bad. No, we're keeping it. I'll sue you, Zach. Bye, Dan. I once wrote a rap once when I was a kid. Wow. That was he got a little he got a little scary at the end, right? Let's I'm cutting. I'm cutting all of that. No, you're not. Oh, the, that was glorious. Oh my god! Oh, no. To mortify this is a, oh my god! It's gonna no, ruin him. Oh, listen. I, no, listen, listen, listen. Listen, he 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 redeemed himself a little bit with the second one. Donald. Okay. okay. I'll bet you in the pantheon of Passover raps written by children, mine is somewhere on the list. High up. You tell there. me you tell High. me where do Weird Al have a Passover song? Uh, maybe in maybe unreleased. <laughs> uh, we gotta end this fucking show. We've gone so long. Um uh, okay. The merch, people are asking about the merch. You go to cottonbureau.com, uh, cottonbureau.com, and then you just put in uh, Fake Doctors Real Friends, and you can find it that way. Uh, and now uh, Joelle actually has a brief announcement about people who want to get on the show as the caller. Hey, guys. Joelle here. I know a lot of you keep hitting me up on the social medias about where to send your mail if you want to be on the show. So I just want to clarify again. That's scrubsiheart at gmail.com. So it's scrubs like the show that you watch to watch this show iHeart, like the network at gmail.com. You can send your emails there. Uh, feel free to email me multiple times. It's worked for some people. Uh, I can't guarantee anything. Please, oh, God, guys, please send questions. Because a lot of you are just like, I want to be on the show. And I, I know because that's why you're emailing us. And I really appreciate that. <laughs> but if you can put your questions in the box so I know what you want to ask, that's going to be really helpful to get you onto the show. Okay. What else you want to say, Donald? Yo, thank you all for listening. Thank you all to the frontline workers. Thank you all. Amen. Thanks, everybody out there who 
checks the four of us out every Tuesday and Thursday. We truly yes. appreciate it. Amen. I'd like to thank Zendaya for winning that Emmy because I I think she's incredible. Well, she deserved it. You Killed know what it. I mean? She she's the youngest. I think she's the youngest woman to ever win the award. Mm-hmm. Twenty four, and the second black woman to win the award. Wow. Wait, she's twenty. Zendaya is twenty four. Yes. Well, she fine, not- dude. She fine. I'm gonna keep it one hundred, jaw. She's a very <laughs> she's beautiful a woman. Gorgeous lady. Yeah, and dude, if, that's you how are, you wanna, if that's the right way to say it, then that's the right way to say it. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it how I feel right now. Um. So uh, Zendaya, if you're not watching, uh, Euphoria, you got to watch that show because uh, Zendaya's performance is incredible. And I remember watching a certain scene where she's yelling through a door. You guys know the scene I'm talking about yes, at her drug dealer. Yeah. And I was like, I, I, I think I turned to my girlfriend. I was like, Well, she's gonna win the Emmy. That was incredible. That was incredible. Yeah. And so uh, I just wanted to end with saying a uh, hat tip to her because I think she's super talented. Um, in the spirit of ending our show with music, I've been reaching out to a few bands that I know and love and, and that I can actually get in touch with. And one is called The Weepies. Uh, if you don't know The Weepies, they're a great band. And I have a, one of their songs on the Wish I Was Here soundtrack. So I thought I would end today's show with a, a song I really like called Hummingbird. So uh, thank you all for tuning in, and I got permission. So here are the Weepies with Hummingbird. Always been like a hummingbird, and I can't keep still. Listen up, lover, listen up, I never will. Wings move faster than the human eye. And if you could see my heart, well, if you could see my heart, Wonder I don't come apart Always been like a 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And point your toes west. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.